I clearly recall being in introductory economics class in high school and wondering what in the world I was doing there. Economics, like math and science and English and French, were compulsory courses. We had no choice. But in sitting there, I distinctly remember the famous graph of supply versus demand and how independent and floating prices are all the time. I found it interesting, but not particularly relevant at the time. Fast forward to expensive gas today. Everywhere you look, people think that the government is in charge of gas prices. Focusing on individual needs alone, it becomes impossible to see the much bigger picture. In our gas example, how does the actions of our government affect the price of gas in, say, Iceland, which is currently $7 a gallon? The answer, it doesn't. But because we are hurting, it must be because of the government and its incompetence. That's the usual response. It is also human nature. We are creatures of luxury. It has been noted many times that people will also search out a place where there is no pain and avoid discomfort at any cost. In this way, we are just like any animal, but not always. As Jews, we have entered the book of Leviticus and the Torah, and it is almost exclusively focused on one thing, sacrifices. In the book are described the sacrifices at the Mishkan, the meeting place between God and the Jewish people, in the desert and later in the temple in Jerusalem. They are intricate laws that have been studied for thousands of years. Interestingly, The book of Leviticus is smack dab in the center of the Torah. It is the third book out of five. The message is clear. Sacrifice is central. Somehow it's a very important thing. It is not simply ritual. And so what is it? Sacrifice seems to be one of those things that makes us meta-animals. That is above the level of the animal. To give up something to something bigger seems to be something that only humans do. To offer a sacrifice is to acknowledge that there are things larger than we are and require a community to build. In the same way that our parents sacrificed for us and we sacrificed for our own children, so too are we asked to devote a part of our heart to a connection with God and each other through the agency of sacrifice. It is an acknowledgement that we are not an island, nor are we customers that must be waited on throughout our lives. And that brings me to today. As we watch the massacres in Ukraine by the Russians, it is simply easy to ignore what is happening. The conflict is in Eastern Europe, so who really cares? It should not affect my comfort, but it does. This is, as you know, the way too many people think. For the thinking goes like this. If it discomfits me, I will try to avoid it or pretend that it doesn't affect me. And if it doesn't affect me, I can pay attention and tisk tisk, satisfied that I have weighed in. And that is where Leviticus reaches in and demands something better from us. 
In days like this, sacrifice is indeed needed. And I'm not talking about gas prices either. I'm talking about the sacrifices of the soul that demand that each of us turn and pay attention to what is going on in Ukraine and to create a community of people who can look beyond their own discomfort and support, sacrifice for those who are suffering. On Purim, coming up this weekend, Haman thought that no one was looking and thought he would get away with massacring an innocent population. Vladimir Putin thought the same thing. Haman was wrong, and Putin is wrong. At the difference between the two, Haman never got a chance to fire a shot. Putin is firing shots all over the place and killing Ukrainians and Russians. Today, alone, several hundred Ukrainians will die, leaving grieving families and untold numbers of Russians will never go home again as well. Our tradition says that every Jew is responsible for one another. Today, every person is a Jew, and we are responsible for them. We are responsible for the suffering Ukrainians, and we are responsible for the suffering Russian mothers and fathers who will never see their children again. This war, like all wars, will end, and like all wars, will leave only pictures in frames to remember the lives that were and will never be again. This is not our war, perhaps, but this is our fight and our responsibility. To do anything less is to deny our humanity.